0: For the KBIA Health and Wealth Desk, I'm Sebastian martinez Valdivia. As COVID-19 vaccine distribution gets going, some rural hospitals are facing delays when it comes to immunizing their staff. I spoke with Dr. Randy Tobler, the CEO of Scotland County Hospital in rural northeastern Missouri, about some of the challenges his hospital is
1: facing. Last night there was an urgent message that went out uh, through the Department of Health and Senior Services that said that um, requests that had been made by hospitals like ours for the Moderna vaccine um, were not going to be honored because they got less shipment than they thought they were going to get from the feds, and so they had to then reallocate. And because um, roughly, you four know, percent of the cases are in nursing home and long-term care facilities, yet those patients account for fifty percent of the deaths um, in the state, they wanted to, you know, reallocate to those the, the limited supplies to those areas. We'd made a request for 100 doses um, a few weeks ago. Based on the latest information and the call that we had today, we understood that nothing was going to be shipped to anyone who'd requested it. And lo and behold, around uh, 3.30 this afternoon, uh, all 100 doses arrived. And I think what happened was probably they were already in transit through the supply chain, through the distributor. It was a fairly complicated and um, sort of difficult process to, uh, to sign up. Apparently, our team did a good job of that. And so we slipped in under the wire before they cut off any further um, requests being honored. And we were told that we didn't need to return it. They weren't going to claw it back, which I'm very thankful for. So a number of us received our vaccinations um, this evening. But uh, I know there's an awful lot of CEOs around the state that did not receive their vaccines, and uh, especially in the safety net rural areas. So I'm really concerned about them. And so with uh, delays and shortages, I understand one of the strategies
0: you're pursuing involves monoclonal antibodies. Um, can you explain what those are and how they fit into your plans?
1: These are the antibodies that are injected to help coat the virus and reduce the viral load so that the body can take care of it. And it really does very effectively, not 100%, but very effectively reduce the the uh, the progression of the disease in in eligible patients uh, that would be at higher risk of going to the hospital or getting admitted and getting on a ventilator and ultimately dying. Um, uh, So in those high risk people, those over 65 or those under 65 who have comorbidities, it really is helpful to give them an infusion. It only takes about an hour and then we watch them for another hour and send them home. And we've given about, I think a dozen and a half of the doses, everything we've gotten, we get a weekly allocation. Everything we've received, we've given. And to my knowledge, none have been admitted.
0: Earlier in the fall, a lot of the states saw a surge in new COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations. How did that play out for your hospital?
1: Yeah, I think when there was a collective peak, I mean, our peak was essentially um, colliding with a a prolonged peak and surge that we saw in the metropolitan areas along Highway 70. You know, and uh, they were filled as were our tertiary care referrals on at least one and that occasion I know of, and I think there were two others um, when I was out of town that were were, were challenging for us. We needed to either transfer patients that had deteriorated under our care in the ICU. Uh, and we were up to a max of we had, at one point we had seven uh, confirmed cases and one person under investigation in our um, makeshift isolation area that we had developed way back in the spring and never really tapped into any great extent just periodically, but I, I I heard of and and can confirm at least one I think there were two or three more where there were no there was no room in the inn in our traditional referral locations and so. I know one patient got transferred uh, up to, I think, Cedar Rapids <laughs> to get care, another to Iowa City. So um, it was quite critical there at one point where we, um, we had to step up and give care at a higher level for a longer time than we ever would have imagined. And, uh, and then ultimately, when we just were out of resources uh, to care for these folks, we had to transfer them to, to atypical receiving sites for us. I don't want to take up
0: much more of your time, but I, I did want to ask what Christmas will look like uh, at your hospital.
1: Tonight, I know we're struggling because we have a full house and because it's holidays and because people get sick for other reasons, and so do their kids. We're, uh, we're desperately trying to locate a nurse because we only have one right now for our 12 patients. There was a time when we, during that surge, were because of staffing issues, we were thinking and making contingency plans for having to transfer admitted patients that we otherwise would be able to take care of resource wise but we didn't have the human resources the analogy i've used with with staffing in rural hospitals has been like and this is chronic has been like a person who has congestive heart failure or who has coronary artery disease and they struggle you know from a cardiac standpoint and then oh by the way we're going to put you on a stress treadmill test and that's what that's what's happened here That was Dr. Randy
0: Tobler, CEO of Scotland County Hospital in Northeast Missouri, speaking about the COVID-19 vaccines and challenges his hospital has faced. For the KBIA Health and Wealth Desk, I'm Sebastian Martinez-Valdivia.